the first uh, Christmas in the uh, year 2000, I was uh, in Chicago in a little city uh, named Morris. And uh, I, I was staying with Larry that Christmas. And in 2001, just after that terror attack uh, in Christmas time, uh, I was staying in Portsmouth in Virginia, United States. And and uh, it started that I was sitting it in um, in the soup uh, kitchen. Oh, it's eating with many black uh, people's uh, dinner, and uh, I have some friends there uh, of the black people. It was no women because there was not many women there and they didn't like to be with a white woman anyway black women but uh, I was friend with the black men younger of course but they didn't see me as old but uh, I was 49 years old and they maybe were 25 um, but we were friends, and they were uh, they were smart men, intelligent people. And when I ask ask them if they why they didn't work, and they say honestly that they didn't want to work, so they got money from the government. Be pretend to be crazy and uh, and of course they have families and friends and everything that I didn't have so they were okay with their life but they we were sitting and talking and uh, they didn't trick me at all they say the truth but it was hard for me to understand what they were saying because I was not used with to be homeless and was not used to to listen at black people because in that time in Sweden we didn't have black people. They come after, when I come back to Sweden, there was some black people have come in in that time but not when I left Sweden I never saw a black person in Sweden uh, so it was hard for me to understand the, the blacks way to talk and act and so but uh, but I know today that they uh, told me the truth they, uh, I, I think they understood that I didn't understand at all what was going on. So they was telling me the truth because they knew that I didn't take any drugs or drinking or that I was an ordinary person that had no money and not a home. So uh, I sit there and eat and suddenly there come in uh, three men and uh, they were not uh, homeless, they, they didn't need food. They only come to my table where I sit with my friends and uh, they sit sit down and, and say to me that they were picking up people that that they have heard that uh, they were good people and uh, the man that was sitting and saying like that he say he was a pastor for a church 
So I went with them and they pick up some uh, women and uh, and then they uh, took us to a hotel. Uh, so we were four women in one hotel room and um, those other three uh, black women, they they uh, didn't stay in the hotel room. They were out and doing drugs and drinking, and and they were. Uh, they had the lights on, and they were screaming and do bad things. And uh, but I was so tired, and I was so happy to could sleep in a normal bed so I was sleeping anyway even if they they wake me up sometimes with their loudly drinking and drugs things and um, uh, and then I when they have men coming in into the room uh, I went out I walk uh, walk away from the hotel and and stay away for some hours, and um, and then uh, one one day we were staying at the hotel room three four days, and then suddenly the church didn't come and pay for the room, so the owner of the hotel does say he said that we have to to leave the room and uh, he locked the door so we we have our belongings in the room and uh, the the girls was angry because they have their drugs in the bags and they were angry and crying and uh, and they called the pastor and say you have to come and and pay for the room. So he opened the door so we can co- go in and take our belongings. And they uh, were uh, were screaming outside the hotel, but I I was sitting down and I opened up the Bible and sit and read in the Bible and they be angry at me and say how can you be so calm when the, when everything is is crazy that you're screaming at me but I say it's uh, God is going to fix it I say to them so I am not worried I say and I sit there and uh, and then suddenly it, uh, they come from the church and they have the money and they pay for the hotel room so we could go in and take our belongings. And then uh, those girls was angry so they left and I was by myself with the, with the church people. And uh, they say that we have we have fixed uh, a place for you to stay. They say to me, and the other girls should come uh, with them also. But they knew where we were going, so they didn't want to go there. So they uh, ran away. So yeah, I didn't know, and I have no other place. I had to have the faith to that everything works out for the good. So uh, they they drove me to a house, a big house in Portsmouth, and um, it was a condemned house, and. Uh, I this was not my friends, so uh, they 
uh, could uh, lie for me as much as they wanted. So, so yeah, I, they say that it belonged to, to one man's uh, relatives when the man was living in that house. But it was co condemned and there were no water in the house and there was no electricity in the house. And there was living many people that do drugs. And uh, it was scaring because I was not used with with drugs people. I have never lived there in Sweden with uh, people that do drugs. Uh, so it was scary in that big house. And they told me it was, it was called a, a slavery house. And uh, so it was a, uh, I counted as eight room in that house. Um, and when uh, I got one little room in that house and uh, I placed the furniture, the, the furniture there was in the room, I placed them uh, at the door so no one could come in into the room. I blocked the, the door and uh, it was dangerous because if they do so much drugs in the house so it could easily uh, get the fire and then I, I, then it had been hard for me to come out fast because I have all this heavy furniture in front of the door. But that, that was for my safety. And, um, and uh, it was in December. And uh, uh, one of the men in, in that church, he became my boyfriend. I never told people that I was married. Uh, they never asked either. Uh, but I was still married and uh, I didn't know what to do and uh, I have to go with the flow and uh, see what's happened. And uh, it have effect. Uh, I was already from, from the beginning I was born in that way because uh, as a child, my parents always say that I had no will. And uh, my life was like an open book. So um, I was raised like that already as a child. So that make me uh, flexible for everything. And... Uh, and um, so he, uh, the, he, uh, this man, he, I think he saved my life in that way that, uh, that I was laying in the bed and it was snow out, outside. It came snowing in Virginia in December and it, it was very cold and I didn't have, there was no heat in the house and as it was no heat in the house, it, it was very cold in the walls. It was wet uh, uh, in the walls because it never dry out of any heat. So I have never freezing so much as I did in in that room, but as I had a boyfriend, uh, he come, he was a deacon in that church, and he come and had sex with me, and that's that was a way for me to survive, because uh, it become warm in the bed when he was laying in the bed with me.
And uh, so the, uh, then it didn't go so cold. But when I lay by myself in the bed, I, I thought I should free, freeze to death. It was so cold. And, um, and, and I was scared and I didn't know what will happen to me. And uh, also that it was Christmas time and I had nothing. And uh, and um, the soap the soap uh, soup kitchen where I where we go and eat every day that was closed in Christmas time. It uh, then uh, it was no uh, share. It was no charity. In uh, in Christmas, uh, there was there was two people in the in that place uh, in the morning, and uh, we got we were uh, that have no money for to to eat and have no nowhere to go for to eat. We got a sandwich. With, Peanuts, butter, and jelly. That's what we got for the whole Christmas. And, uh, and I, uh, I was very hungry and uh, frozen and laying there in the bed. And uh, my boyfriend, he was away because he had, he had his mother uh, just close to where I was, so he was at home and eat dinners and uh, and I was in that condemned house freezing and was hungry and uh, but he come back and uh, he come to the house and say that there is a woman that she have make Christmas dinner and she have heard uh, heard me talking about you and heard of people that I was a white woman that was in the condemned house that have no food to eat. Uh, and she called for me and so I went to her home and we, she was sitting in a wheelchair and... Uh, she told me to to have, and I got a, a box uh, to take uh, food in, uh, and to only to go and grab grab me uh, food as much as I could uh, take in on in the box, because she had a big family, uh, and that she make food for so that it was only to take whatever I wanted to take in that box and and then I I took so much so it last uh, three days for me to eat so I was very thankful for that woman and uh, and I have already told you that story about uh, uh, I get a job uh, from that church, and uh, and uh, uh, in the evenings uh, uh, did we uh, meet uh, in in a, in a family in different families of the church uh, pastors deacons there's home and and then I, I could get some food there mostly was it no real food it was only fast food simple food uh, so I didn't get some uh, good food so that's make me uh, I have to go back to Sweden because I was sick to death. I was close to death because I was 
had got I had not got any healthy food in the United States. It's a, it was only left over from cakes. It was a soda. It was no real food I got. And that year Christmas food was okay food. That was healthy. Because it was these greens and corn bread, what the black people eat in Christmas. And uh, and uh, then I, the church gave me a job then on uh, in Lily Vernon in, uh, in Virginia, Virginia Beach. And the church uh, was uh, driving us to our job. But then uh, I didn't know, but I know it now. I know it what happened because uh, when we started to uh, to earn money from that job, the meaning was that we should work for the church and give them uh, our money to the church and. Uh, I I find out later on when there, the church didn't exist anymore that uh, those money was going to drugs. The pastor he was a, a drug dealer and he uh, he was on drugs the whole time and and all the pastors, uh, deacons, everyone, uh, apostles and. And the women also was on drugs, and um, he and the pastor's uh, wife, as I saw it, and everyone saw it, and then suddenly they find out in the church that uh, the pastor that was from New York, uh, and they didn't know his background, but uh, then. Uh, it suddenly they come to know that he was already married in, in New York with wife and and, and children, and uh, in uh, Portsmouth, he lived with another woman, and they had, they had two kids together. So that was not the real pastor, and he they told me later on that he was driving around and pick up those black people that was standing in the in the corner and I, he told them that I am going to open a church and I, I see that you are going to be one of my church leaders. And he picked up those people that standing in the corner selling drugs and to, uh, took them to be deacons, apostles, uh, gave them titles. They have no background that's uh, in the church, working in the church. It was people standing in the corner. and um, But I didn't know that. And uh, they were uh, rent uh, places, uh, different places where they could get a cheap place to have church. And uh, they tried to pick up people to the church to feel it. And uh, they didn't had uh, had any any people that was playing music and uh, one day when when I, we they, uh, they, I, he asked uh, one day uh, in the service uh, if someone could play any any instrument for the music and no no one could play and and I couldn't I didn't raise my hand because I, uh, I could play, but not so good. And, um, and then we 
put uh, after the service we put in the instruments in in the in the car and uh, there was only the pastor and I was in in that location a room and uh, it was still a, a piano or a synthesizer uh, was standing there and I was playing on that instrument uh, and uh, play a, a psalm on it and, and the pastor turned around and and say to me, surprised, they say, you say that you couldn't play, and you're playing. But, but uh, I, I was not, I was, uh, in some way I was in a spirit mood. So God gave me the gift of uh, could play this synthesizer. I have done that uh, in at the farm, at the farm uh, where the pastor there at, uh, I was nursed to, and uh, because uh, in the Franklin, there outside Franklin, in Virginia, the pastor one day he he was. Uh, he was over eighty years old, and and uh, he he had multiple personality. But uh, sometimes he became this old pastor, and one day he he was down on the sofa and was tired, and he said that uh, to me, "I wish I I could." play as a, as I did when I was young and uh, but I go so tired fast he say and I say to him you know that I have told you that I'm a healer I can heal you and he laugh at me and say okay heal me then he say uh, and he didn't believe you only laugh at me, but I uh, I was going to him, and lay my hand on on him, and uh, he be uh, he was healed, and uh, he was he could play and sing for hours after I have laid hand. He he be strong again, and uh, when I did that. As after I have lay hand on him and healed him, uh, then suddenly I be su- surprised because suddenly when I sit down at his synthesizer, uh, suddenly I could play, and I have never could play a piano. I, I could play only with one finger, but now I could play with my both hand. And singing in the same time, I was, I was good to play on this uh, synthesizer. So, in some way, the healing was not only going into him; it was going to me also, so, because I have always wanted to could play piano with both hands and, and sing and suddenly I could do it and um, and I was to a church later on and uh, it was amazing because the pastor said that about me that you have always wanted to play piano and and you don't need to be good in piano to play. You can play uh, because you like to play. <coughs> you don't ha- need to prove that you can play piano, she said to me. Like she knew that I had 
started to could play piano, but I dubbed myself that I could play. So I didn't say that to this pastor when he asked if someone could play. And and then suddenly I was playing. And uh, it doesn't matter because uh, that church didn't ex- 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 exist so very long because uh, he, he started to make so much drugs. And... Um, and the car that come and and take us from our job, they didn't come. And uh, those other people, they uh, stopped to come to their job. But I, I go with the bus. And it, it took me, um, it took me about two hours to go home every morning from the job and I have been working the whole night and then uh, sit on the bus so it was hard to remember to to go off the bus to change bus I have to change the bus three times in the morning when I was so very tired and uh, it was like going home and sleep a little then go back to job. It was very hard time. But I did it anyway to be free from being homeless. And uh, but I was staying in a condemned house and and uh, I couldn't do it. So um, I I was walking around to find a new place for me. And um, so I, uh, one day the, the my boyfriend, the deacon, he said that he had a, a house for us. And it was not a real house. It was a small storehouse with much uh, cockroach, much insects running on the floor and when I was to to the job when I was working he didn't work no one of these men in the church was working Uh, they only do drugs and we were working in the night we women and uh, and uh, they I find out that they do drugs. They have drug party in that house where I lived. Uh, so I uh, I couldn't take it because uh, they uh, were stealing everything we had in the house. So one day I say to to my boyfriend that I say that you, you can't you are. Uh, you uh, you are not staying here with me, I say, and I threw out all his clothes and say, it's uh, over now because I can't have with the drugs to do. I say to, they and they steal all my money and everything, and I was working hard for that money in the nights, and then. Uh, my boyfriend was the one that come and drew us, uh, drew us home. And he do, did so much drugs so he couldn't drive the car. And uh, one morning, when the last time he drove, drove us home, the girls say, I was sleeping in the car. Uh, but the girls with me, they said, did you sew that? Did you sew it? He he was so full of drugs, so he was close to driving to the wall of the house. And uh, I didn't see it because I was so tired. But those other girls, those those black girls, they they could uh, sleep in the night uh, two or three hours because. Uh, 
our supervisor was a black man and he he told me that he hate all white people uh, and he make uh, make it so I get the worst job and those other we were 10 people I was the only white person and those uh, black people those uh, other women they could sleep and the security guard on Lily Vernon they, they were black people also so they knew the security guard that the girls were sleeping in the computer room uh, so they could do it so they were fresh in the morning when we drove home but I, I have uh, the, this supervisor he make me to clean all the toilets the whole night long and the other, other black people they could clean the office so it's many things in my experience of United States be homeless it was that um, that it it was uh, racism but it was against me as white person uh, the black people talking about uh, white people be bad bad to black people but i i saw it as a homeless white person they treat me very bad the black people so i i don't agree to when i i read and hear uh, black people saying that that white people treat them very bad because i have to take very much much because i was white and they the black people say that i should suffering because of the slavery because the white people did with us with the black people and make them be slaves but uh, i know that i know that i have read it and uh, i'm interested of history and i know that black people had also slaves when they be free from the white people then they they did the same themselves they also had free black people had slaves also and so that's it was no different it and uh, and i have i have some to say about these things but i don't want to say it say it now i maybe record in a, a new episode about this with slavery how i have seen it and have studied about it also um, and uh, i found out at least that the most racism was between uh, very dark dark people and uh, light skin people that uh, the light skin uh, people they they thought they were better than the those that was very black in their skin so it was racism inside the black people group also so there is many things to say about slavery and racism that can be a, a episode by itself so um, it, uh, Now I have triggered someone coming in here. It's uh, it's this that I say this because I didn't feel anything 
before I started to talk about slavery and racism. It's a, a black person coming here. And see if I uh, you have something to say. He he uh, he really look like he's from Africa. He's uh, he have no clothes like we have. He have only uh, a little uh, light yellow. Yellow beach, um, leather around uh, on his hips, only, only to to hide his uh, gentles and he's um, from from. Uh, I can't say that he's from the poor, poor people because they wear such things when it's very hot outside. When they they live in a hot landscape, so that is um, so he said started with you. Uh, 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 he said, you'd tell them uh, you tell them we were hunters we managed our life on our own but we were tricked. It, it, uh, it's not like they are telling you that they write in the books that we did it. We did it on our own. Many of us. We, we were promised to get at an uh, easier life in the new land. And so it was, uh, it was not that they forced us. They f didn't force us from the beginning. Uh, they promised us, uh, they lied for us and told, told us stories about what we will come to, uh, a promised land for us. So we, we freely left our, uh, our country, our village, and some, some was taken by force, but not as much as people think, because we wanted by ourselves to go. And uh, uh, because we, we believe in that, that the new land should be, be uh, milk and honey. And um, that's uh, bad. I'm coming here because it's bad that they they say this about white people that like they force and raped our women and uh, raped us and. And it was like, not like that, because many went with the ship uh, freely. So that's our own to blame.
that it happened. Um, and we lie, in our turn, we lie to our people. We lie to our children. We lie to our our people to go with us to the new land. And uh, we were tricked of ourself. We fool ourselves. We wanted to get all these things they promise us. But we should have been wiser and not go so freely with them. So I want to come through and say these things because it's not fair to blame all the white people for, for our dumb way to do it. We didn't know it. We didn't know anything. So it was easy to tell us that the new land should get get us to not do anything. We should get milk and honey without doing anything. So we freely was happy to go with the ship, many of us. So... So then he put his stick, he had a stick in his hand and he pushed it down in the ground to tell that it was, what he say is serious, that this is what was going on. And, uh, and they telling, telling this to do conflict between white and black people. They they write their books about what's going on to make a conflict between white and black people. That's have going on the whole time, this conflict between black and white people. And we want to have peace between you. There must be peace on earth. And coming through to create peace. It's, uh, it's going to shake hand between white and black people. Because we... Uh, uh, we see it from from heaven uh, that that uh, is so much conflict and we want to have the peace we want to look at peace he's saying mm. so thank you for coming through to to tell Tell this. It's sad. Men is that have been killed, both black and white people, because of this conflict that's going on in hundreds year and going on still today. When we need to focus on God and not to kill. God hate kill killing God hate murderer so why do people this we are the same people no matter what color our skin are we are brothers and sisters we, we God created us all of us, we are the same brother and sister, and uh, that's 
He wants to say something more now when I'm talking. He's coming through back again. If it's now, it's not he that is coming. There is a white man is coming, a very tall white man. He say he was a ma- master. He say he's coming through someone, and he say he's a he was a master on earth. I don't know anything about this um, Swedish person. So what what I hear is is not from me. This. Um, He's standing and uh, have this uh, very nice clothes on and, and hold his both hand in a, a pocket on his chest. Uh, and he's smoking also. A cigar, a brown cigar. And uh, he's saying that, and what's an agreement? With uh, with us and uh, many of these black people, um, it was easy to to take them over to to our land to his white. So I believe that he he talking about America because. There were slaves coming to Spain and Spanish Spanish ship that took slaves also, and some English also took slaves, and say it was easy. They had, he said, we we had advantage because we could show them all these glimmering. Light up things for them, and they were amazed. So they were following us. So they freely were going with us. It was not, not. Of course, there was some of this ship had had those. Drunk, drunk uh, captains and um, doing doing things like you call uh, drugs today, and they were crazy and they were sadist, and of course those ship was terrible for the slaves to go on. But that was not all ships that was like that. We uh, we didn't need to force them. He's saying. We took well care of them. Uh, on our ships. So, that. Uh, that make me come forward because it it make me angry that you believe that everyone was like that of white people we needed these black people to come with us for work and uh, and we were happy that they could they wanted to go with us so those what is telling about is those uh, ship that owns of evil people, but uh, you can't blame every white person for have done bad things to black people. That was not our way to think and do those things. So that's what they're telling me I hear. So thank you for telling us these things. And I hope 
it's not easy for, because I'm doing this recording, but I can't uh, change the world. But uh, at least we can do it for some people that listen at this podcast that they that they have to start start to think different they don't should not uh, listen to to those people that is uh, screaming about racism and slavery because they have their own agenda and the newspaper the magazines they have to write something because there is their job if they can't sell a newspaper magazine they are out from job and starving so they have to write something and they can't write something good they have to put up a story about uh, this uh, because it's so many people that go angry when they write about slavery and uh, and they couldn't they can't uh, write about uh, good slavery owner they have to um, make those picture and write about evil things because no one want to read about good things that happened to slaves because there was slaves that was free from slavery so there must be have been good people that want that have wanted them to be free so thank you thank you for listening it's something to think about this with with the mag- media and the social media and ordinary media like television and a newspaper they have their own agenda there is either is it political people that write in the newspaper and do the television or else is it behind it businessmen it's not uh, it's uh, it's very few i don't say that it's all of them but there is only a few that is neutral that doesn't have any agenda there is always an agenda behind everything and about this with slavery mostly is those uh, that earn money for for organization for black people's right that earn money to make black people go angry they make the money so it's about that you have to look at the source where does this talking coming from that you hear and don't believe everything you read and hear not even mine because i can have wrong in some that i'm saying i don't say that i have total right that that can be some error here so uh, the bible say that we should stay awake and that means that we have to know where things coming from when we hear it and see it and and see the action of things where com- where does it come from thank you for listening and i hope you learn something from this that's the meaning of my podcast not only that you should sit and listen only to my life 
is uh, uh, to for you to learn from from my life and what I'm saying. Uh, I um, I don't sit here and lie. That's not the meaning of it. But it can be error, can it be, that I uh, am not thinking about that I say something in error. So uh, you always have to stay awake and uh, knowing that that uh, the total truth, I don't have that. Uh, but I have much truth. So thank you for listening. God loves you and God bless you.